Hello, and welcome to the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. Each episode, we talk about a particular topic in the life of a professor. We are tenure-track faculty members in the sciences, working at a primarily undergraduate university in California. The purpose of our podcast is reflection, so we bring something we think is working and something we're working on to discuss. Welcome to the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Ruth. And this week we are talking about the summer. But before we do that, Claire, how was your week? My week was good. Um, one interesting thing that I was doing today was I was kind of planning out the funding for my research students and me over the summer. And um, I'd always seemed like it'd be kind of cut and dry, like which project are they working on? And therefore the funding gets allocated that way. But it just, it seems like it's not always that straightforward. At least in this summer, I was... You know, I have one grant that's ending and one grant that doesn't start till middle of the summer. And so it was just like trying to piece together who's working on what. And it was just kind of a little puzzle that oh, wow. I hadn't thought about even being a puzzle until today. Well, I guess I knew that I would have to think about it. But this is I guess this is the downside of getting grants. <laughs> There's like, you've got too many grants. It's like it's a bummer. Just too them. many grants. No. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely complicated. Yeah, but it was fun. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, my week, um, I'm kind of like adjusting. And I think, I don't know if I've talked about this on here before, but I'm not great with like transitions apparently or like uncertainty, but I find just the adjustment, the change of pace. Like I'm always like that road runner. I guess that's what we're going to talk about. Who's still running off the cliff. So I am slowly adjusting <laughs> to the fact that the semester is over. And I think like we're going to talk about this, like there's still a lot of work, but um, it's definitely le a little less chaotic. Like it's easier to sort of plan out what you're going to do when you don't have... In the summer. Yeah, like there's, there is an element of chaos when students are kind of going to email or when things are going to crop up. And that seems a little less... I feel like I'm inviting now a whole bunch of chaos into my life by saying this, but like, <laughs> hopefully... Better knock on wood real quick. Yeah, so it's a slow adjustment, but I'm I'm adjusting a little bit. Yeah, I know what you mean. The The summer is less, well, it, it can be less chaotic. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the adjustment, that's definitely a thing. And, and that's, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. Yes, good. And hopefully I will be adjusted by the end of today's <laughs> session. <laughs> That'll be good. Okay, so I have the quote for this week. Uh-huh. Okay, and um, this quote is a part of a positive thing about the summer. Okay. For me, and so... Look, I'm doing a lot of things with this quote. One of them is promoting Ireland. Many, many things I'm going to achieve with this quote. So one thing at the moment, ever since the outbreak pandemic has been happening, I can only cope with rereading things. Like I can't do anything new at uh -huh. the moment. And the same kind of thing with TV shows. But I'm rereading Dracula, which is one of my favorite books of all time. Ooh. And it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. And I'm often really intimidated by classics but this one is immensely readable it's so good i read it a few times and the big selling point is that bram stoker is irish oh. and so that's a big deal often misrepresented as being an english person but no definitely irish and very wrong, very wrong. yes yes and the other thing that's so cool about it sorry just back to dracula and uh -huh. our book podcast that we really have um, it's so cool because it's this like multimedia format where it's like excerpts from people's diaries and news clippings 
and it's just immensely readable. It's very cool. Cool. So my quote is not necessarily a totally positive quote, but it's from okay. Professor Van Helsing. Wait, are you familiar with Dracula? I'm familiar, but I don't know if I've actually read it. But I know the basic story. Yes. And so Van Helsing is like the kind of nemesis of Dracula. And he is a professor. And so okay. he's talking about a woman, Wilhelmina or Mina for short. And he says... Um, he is extolling her virtues and he says she has a man's brain, a brain that a man should have were he much gifted and a woman's heart. And so this quote always annoys me, obviously. And it also uh -huh. kind of has become a funny thing between me and my husband where he often like if I say anything about what I'm doing about physics, he's like, why, Ruth? Like you have a man's brain, you have the brain <laughs> of a man. And so it's kind of it's sort of a joke between us because his discipline when he was in university it was extremely female dominated and then oh. mine is obviously the opposite so like we kind of joke oh, about those things yeah and so it's definitely irritating when you read that kind of quote and it's definitely calling me to maybe propose a future difficult episode on gender which oh, is a tricky that one be difficult but good one yeah and i actually this week a positive thing too was this amazing i read this really cool paper in the physics teacher which was um, by Olivia Eicherman and, and maybe I'm getting her last name wrong and Moses Rifkin, who okay. they wrote this really cool paper about gender in the classroom. And it's one of the first papers I've seen that actually like gives a positive thing you could do instead of kind of just Ooh. reporting on because things are just terrible and it's always bad news. And then which is really important and true, but it was a positive thing you could do. So anyway, I was I've been thinking a lot about gender and then the Van Helsing quote really leapt out at me. And it's also just cool. the ridiculousness of the like things that women are expected to be like, you must be as smart as a man, but have the woman's heart. And it's, it's a lot. Wow. So yeah, there you go. Sorry, that was a lot to get into with the no, woman's quote. But, are you going to tell yeah. us later what you can do? Or is that, is that, are you going to save that for the gender episode? Yeah. So he, he had, um, yeah, we could definitely, maybe we could do that more in the gender episode, but he kind of described a facilitated discussion that he had with the students. Cool. And I do think, I think it was kind of extra exciting because he was male doing this. You know what I mean? And sometimes it feels, anyway, okay, I'm getting into the whole gender episode before we're there. But it was super cool. And it was this kind of very, um, given a lot of steps about how you could facilitate this discussion. Because it is yeah. terrifying to think about opening that up in the classroom. It is. But that's cool, though. Thanks for the preview about that. that yeah, sorry. I'm <laughs> like foreshadowing. But okay, so tell me something. Like, do you want to do just before we start with what's working? Like your general views about the summer? Yeah, so um, I kind of think the reason that we're having this episode is, um, is at least the reason I'm thinking about this episode is that summer can get away from you so easily and it's easy to imagine it is this magical time when all the papers will be written and discoveries will be made and relaxation will happen and you'll arrive in the fall completely prepared for everything and um and i at least end up with uh unreasonable expectations for the summer and um so trying to think about how to set ourselves up to to have a productive and relaxing summer without feeling bad about not doing an infinite amount of things or something that's kind of what I was thinking what were you thinking yeah. about the summer I think something similar and I think 
up until a few days ago, my viewpoint about the summer was really negative and it was just like, oh great, like now I have all this stuff to do. And I think I do have some delusions about the summer and it's a fantasy like meadow where I put everything like, oh, I'll just do that yeah, in the summer. And do. yeah, and then, and you know, in the last couple of years, I have ended up coming into the fall semester really burnt out and tired. And yeah. so I think I feel very called to intentionality and being deliberate yeah so I think I'm thinking (laughs) of course I'm thinking this summer will be different because that's what I think every summer but you know maybe it will (laughs) but I think I think the thing is that the the magic doesn't happen by accident right like you're not going to come back like super rested and ready to go you know and I think hearkening back to some of the essentialism stuff like it means Maybe maybe you have to annoy some people or not, you know, but say no. Say no in order to, things, to do yeah. the things intentionally. I love it. That's great. So tell me, what are you working on? No, worth working well for you. What's working well? Well, I have written down being intentional about what Ooh. I'm doing. So mind meld here. Um, <laughs> one of the things was particularly scheduling non-work things and making sure that they are on the calendar. So... Um, I signed up for this writing class because um, writing Yay. a novel is one of my hobbies that I've been working on. And um, when we fully transition to being a book podcast, you can. Oh yes, we totally. can. We'll review yes, it on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's on the calendar, and we also, my husband and I, um, are in a band, and we specifically scheduled time where we're going to go not to a a different studio, but to our um studio in the house and record our music for a whole week as as though we were out going somewhere else you know we've set aside that week for doing that so and that already several things have come up you know popped up for work that were in that week and I've been like nope can't do them and that's been really see and if you hadn't like because you you, we have this thing right where all of these things that we want to do should just get like squeezed in to other right you know moments and then like you like then oh you would have said yes to all of those things and then there would be no more recording time and the same thing is true with work things you know like the big what are the big things I want to do this summer work and non-work and make sure that those are actually scheduled and aren't just supposed to fit in around random other things that appear um as long as we're talking about um research stuff I have you know two months already that I'm supposed to be working on research stuff this summer so I can't put very many other work things in you know but I need to make sure that it's blocked out and already accounted for um or else little tiny work things are going to scatter in everywhere and then there'll be no time for anything meaningful you know so anyway putting things on the calendar I've been finding very effective that is awesome and I because this semester I am I don't know why this had never occurred to me before, but um, this semester, whatever, like it's a long story about childcare situations, but I had two days a week where I needed to leave work early and pick up the kids and uh-huh. it's just for this semester only. But that's the kind of thing I would normally not put on my calendar and then constantly get like meeting requests and then be like, I'm sorry, oh. I can't do. <sighs> and like, I don't know why it never occurred to me that I could just put on there like busy not available so then everyone who sees your google calendar realizes you're not available then right and i don't know why that had never 
like so then I would just be in this like shame of like I'm sorry I can't do the thing but you know when you just deliberately take that time and yeah. no one else is no one like you kind of wait for someone to come bursting in and be like Claire needs a break she's taking you know but right. like you're literally but the only person who can do that <laughs> yeah that's super cool I'm excited that's yeah. like very I feel like the things you're talking about like writing a book and making music are such perfect antidotes to the academic work we do they're really nice balance like yeah yeah I love when I, really I was like drafting it. um fiction a while ago I really enjoyed that I could go from science where everything had to be 100% accurate but not necessarily nicely written and then I could go to the fiction where I could just make up whatever I wanted but it had to be enjoyable to read and it was kind of fun to have that that balance yeah I like that a lot that's super cool so what what's working for you with the summer so what's worked for me so far has been um I was just feeling this kind of frantic, like, panic, you know, and I feel like, you know, when things are just swirling around and around and around your head. And I kind oh, of had yeah. this, yeah, yeah you, you know, um, I had this night where I have, you know, I don't, I'm a big believer in stationery. And so I bought a new notebook, have the new the notebook ready. Yeah, it's always like the first stage. And then I just the first page just like put everything down on there. And some of the things are tiny and some of the things are huge and it's a little overwhelming having it all there and looking at it and being like, whoa, that's a lot of things I need to do this summer. But it's kind of cool because a little bit like you said, it's made me realize the magnitude of what stuff I've kind of gotten myself involved with this summer. So like, you know, I don't know, there's a conference that I really have really enjoyed going to in the past. And now that it's virtual, it's like I could go, but I can't go. Uh I have like 15 things on this page and some of them are really huge projects like there's just no way and sort of seeing that and having it like really right there it's kind of like looking at the stark reality and not kind of being delusional about well maybe I could like take two days and go and do this thing I see it's not possible so that was helps you avoid accidentally saying yes to some things you don't actually they aren't actually high enough on the priority list and there's a few things on there that are actually smaller things that I'm kind of eager to get off the list now Ooh, nice you know like I have a grant that's due in the beginning of August and so if I can clear the decks of some other things now to get you uh-huh. know, free up time for them so that it's kind of motivating because like I think when it was just all swirling around my head I just bounce from one thing but I have to do this thing and then I have to do this thing and this thing and this thing and right kind of this map is sort of laid it out and made kind of very realistically like well if you don't do that thing now it's really not going to get done and so that's I see this is the moment for that thing the opportunity right take it or leave it interesting and sometimes I don't want to do that because I don't want to be faced with you know what I mean like I want to have the delusion that like oh I could I could do this whenever and I see this was kind of it's a little grim like a stark sort of but it was good and Uh I think the other thing then that I did anyway, and partly I was like, oh, I'll do this, you know, for the students. The students in particular who are working for me are like they've had an intense semester. But actually, mm-hmm. it's really for me to not be. I think I need a break from interacting with students even. I see. Yeah. So yeah, they're, yeah. they're not going to start until 
you know, three weeks after finals. And so that will, okay. it's a bit of, a bit of headspace and hopefully I can get a few other things done uh-huh. before I go into that kind of thing. So you're so, talking yeah. about that time between the end of the semester and the research students starting. That's good for you and for them, hopefully. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And I think like it just because I know you've started already, but I think um, just these, you know, students in particular just seemed really burnt out. And so, yeah. but for me too, like I kind of, like, I think I was saying before, it's just like this extra element of how like you're interacting with people and emails and I kind of mm-hmm. want to like catch my breath a bit before I do that. So I think I'm glad yeah, totally. that, that was, that's how it's worked out. Yeah. And get some of those yeah. things off the list. Get your breath yeah. caught. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, pre all of this stuff, I had been planning to go to Ireland for like over a month. And uh-huh. so it's definitely that was like the way I was going to take a break, you know, and so uh-huh. this in a way and it's sort of weird because I'm definitely sad about not going. But now the whole, everything is so different. It's like it's like we're just in a different planet now. So it's not like, oh, we should have been going because it's just. Yeah, it's so improbable that we would be doing that. But now it's sort of like, in a way, instead of just having this barrier made for me of being in a different country for four weeks, like now Uh I actually have to put up those barriers myself, which is a good exercise. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I like the writing it down and yeah, making those barriers since they're not there automatically. Totally. And tell me, what are you working on? Um, I guess all the things that I was, I was talking about, about this episode, um, just maintaining reasonable expectations about the summer and, um, continually setting myself up to enjoy the summer. And I think, I think that's the part that I've often missed in previous summers is that it is a continual thing. I need to keep reminding myself to have reasonable expectations, to be intentional about what I actually want to be working on and to not try to do 50 million things at once um seize the summer is the phrase that i've been kicking around um i like it or if you're fancy <laughs> we could be like car- carpe summer but yes yeah yes yes yeah. i love so, it yeah just just a continual reminder you know like trying to not get too bogged down in random emails and instead say okay what's the main thing i want to be want to be doing and just reminding myself to be intentional about that is is mostly what I'm working on. Yeah, and I, I think it's it's something I I don't think I'm actually learning this, but I aspire to learn this that like all of these things are a practice, and it feels like the people in the yes. know know that, but I'm always like, well, I just need to have a stern talking with myself, and then uh-huh. then it'll be done, and then I just will know that the some you know, and I guess our training is so deep that we just constantly veer back to right you know what we're used to and it's you constantly have to bring yourself back yeah we're super practiced in whatever Mm -hmm. we've been doing and so to get to be doing something else to think about something else to look at it in a different way is going to take a lot of practice to break that habit which yeah I agree with you it's not something that I have to remind myself that for sure it doesn't it's not something I, I think of intuitively. Yeah. I mean, but it it will get 
I'm sure it gets easier, right? Yeah. If you keep yeah. doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Habits. Habits work for you as well. Oh. <laughs> I like I read that. this book called Atomic Habits, um, which was about how little tiny pieces can add up to a big thing just by doing little bits working on your habits. And um, it was really helpful. He was talking about things like set up your scenery you know your room or wherever you're working to remind you to do the things that you're trying to work on and um yeah just how to set yourself up to come up with good habits to like stack them on each other like if you always have a cup of coffee in the morning and you also want to do x well put x on the counter next to the coffee so you remember to do it every morning or you know that kind of thing to make it easier on yourself to actually start whatever habit you're trying to have um yeah, so I haven't quite figured out how to incorporate that into setting myself up to enjoying summer, but I'm sure there's a good way to do it. Well, you just already did it, right? You did two things. You signed up for this writing class. You're right. That's true. And then booking the time for the studio. That's beautiful. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. I love it. So what are you working on with the summer? I'm working on... Um... I think like sort of hysteria, like I, I'm saying, oh. Like, oh yeah, I wrote down all the things, but I definitely, I just feel so overwhelmed sometimes with, yeah, you know, how many things that seemed very reasonable three weeks ago. And suddenly when you're here, it's like, oh geez, like this is not that reasonable. And so, right, you know, and I think some of that, some of the thing I think is my problem is that. I feel like at the beginning of the summer that I'm going to stay this tired and this worn out ah, the whole oh. time. And even after a week, I'm like, oh, I'm actually really like enjoying reading Dracula and like things are like pretty mal. You know, like it's kind of occurring yeah. to me that I'm not going to be this exhausted the whole time. But Ooh, I think good. Yeah. Last week in particular, I felt like kind of really burnt out and then looking at this mountain of stuff and it's just like what that's so much and I'm so tired but totally yeah that is not a fixed state and I think yeah I think one thing that's really weird with me that I notice is um I have a delay in realizing that things are different so okay. you know like in finals week like I don't even know how, how many emails do you get every hour like it's so <laughs> oh many. man I'd love to plot it I know it's like it gets more and more like hysteria and hystericalness and like none of them are you know oh yeah get back to me whenever it's like the finals due in 10 minutes and I need to know the answer to this question things are very urgent you know at that point and so I kind of it's taken me a while to realize like there isn't that many emails and I kind of keep checking my email and there isn't any like nothing has like maybe there's one every couple of hours and I I feel like my email has adjusted quicker than I have and I'm still uh-huh. like, oh, but I need to check oh, the email. And so, yeah, so I'm kind of just the delay in realizing that things are different. Totally. I know what you mean. I keep checking my email and expecting there to be so many and, oh, there's just a few. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Not the same urgency. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not. Do you think there's any like reminders we could give for ourselves for next approaching summer. I don't know exactly what they would be, but something like, yeah, the email volume is going to go down soon or, or something to help it 
be a little bit smoother of a transition. I think maybe we could listen to this podcast. We could yeah, good idea. <laughs> hey, dear, dear future Ruth and Claire, here's the thing you should know. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. I like it. Yeah, it's it's definitely always this practice and it's always this process. And I seem to, but I guess this year we're only one weekend and I'm already like, okay, things are going to be okay. Totally, totally. You know? Yeah, there's definitely... Yeah. There's definitely different phases I go through of thinking about the summer. And I do feel like a little bit into the summer, things start to look a little bit nicer. And so, yeah, maybe I need to remind myself that that phase is a phase and just get there a little bit faster, knowing that it's knowing that it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you. Thanks so much, Ruth. Here's your summer. Thanks so much for joining us on the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. We're delighted to have you as a listener and we would love to hear from you. And if you want to email us, our address is contactprofessorpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear any of your suggestions for future shows or professor quotes that you might want to share with us, or even just things that have come up for you when you were listening to previous episodes. And if you've been enjoying the podcast, we would love if you would spread the word. So the best way to spread word is by telling people you know, if you think they should listen to it, or you can leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.